What's up, y'all? Good morning. I hope you guys are doing well. I have a message titled, Come Back Home, uh, and I hope it blesses you this morning. And if you know somebody who could who could use this message, I want you to share it with them. All right? Um, so let's get started. I'm going to be reading in Luke chapter 15, verse 11. This is the story of the prodigal son. It says in uh, verse 11, Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, Give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. I want to stop right there for a moment because I feel like the prodigal son is a lot like a lot of us. Um, we get out, we do whatever it is that we want to do, we live how we want to live, and some and things happen, and we end up being in a pickle, we end up being in a mess, we end up being in a situation where we don't know or have all the answers, and and. I, I believe, and I can only imagine that his question was, am I going to make it? And and maybe that's the question you guys are, are facing today. Am I going to make it? Uh, I'm in this situation. I'm in this mess, and I don't know which way I'm going to go. I don't know the way out. I don't know how I'm going to make it. And that was the same sentiments that the prodigal son had. Am I going to make it? And And in his trying to do everything on his own, he ended up being in a pig's pen. He ended up feeding pigs, living with pigs. Um, and and I, I can only imagine how sometimes we can try to figure everything out in ourselves and for ourselves and end up being in a worse off situation than we would have been had we gone back to Jesus or going back uh, and asking for advice or wisdom or counsel. Um, so, I think it's important to know that just because you may find yourself in a mess or find yourself in a situation where you don't know all the answers or you don't know which way you're going to go, it doesn't mean that it's the end. As a matter of fact, the very messes that we find ourselves in are oftentimes the message that God gives us to give to somebody else. So I want you to be encouraged this morning that just because you may be in a mess right now, or, or your life is a mess right now, it, it's not the end. As a matter of fact, if you give God the opportunity, it can be the start of something great. It can be the, the, the message that you need to reach uh, people for Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's continue. It says in verse 17, when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. And I want to pause right there uh, for another important part of, of the story. The, the fact that he came to his senses, he realized that where he was living wasn't the, the, the best. His father's servants were living better than where he was living. Um, and maybe that's, I hope that's the revelation you have this morning is especially if you're not living uh, the life that God wants you to live. Um, the the senses, uh, 
I want to talk about the senses, the five senses that we have, the see, taste, smell, hear, and what we feel, because I feel like those can be indicators or indications that maybe we need to come back to Jesus or get back to Jesus. Uh, the Bible tells us, or I'm sorry, uh, the things that we see, the uh, what we see, what we perceive, what we what we see outside of ourselves. Sometimes what we see in life can be an indication that we need to get back to Jesus so that we can get his perspective. Um, if all you see is negativity, if all you see is gloom, doom, uh, um, uh, hell and, and, and disaster, if all you see are those things, then it could be an indication that, that you need to get back to Jesus. And why? Why is that? Because in Jesus, you can see the good. You can see the hope. You can see uh, 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 the faith. You can see the things that can be. Um, and so if your perspective is is negative, if your perspective isn't on things of God, then it could be an indication that you need to get back to Jesus, that you need to get back home and get the Father's perspective. Um, the things that we taste, if everything you experience in life leaves a bad taste in your mouth, then it, like I said before, it can be an indication that you need to get back home. You need to get the taste buds of, of the kingdom. You need to uh, get God's perspective. Uh, and I'm not saying that you don't experience things in life. I'm not saying that nothing is bad. I'm not saying that you don't experience terrible things. What I'm saying is you have to find the sweetness in, in life. And, and God offers us that. God offers us the opportunity to choose life or death um, in the things that we experience. Um, I, I, I want to get this clear because I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring the things that happen in life. Yes, I know that terrible things happen. Yes, I know that, that um, tragedy happens. I know that there are, are uh, things that happen beyond our control. But at some point, we have to get beyond the 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 uh, the sadness of it and get God's perspective on it, and 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 not let it leave a bad taste in our mouth. Because I think that sometimes we experience things in life, and and then we get mad at God, we get mad at people, we get mad at ourselves, but that's not the way of God, right? Am I talking right? Um, just because we experience bad things, we can still have the joy of the Lord. We can still have peace in our lives. We can still have uh, faith to go on. The things that, that leave a taste in our mouth. I think that's how you can know that, that you're maturing in God is, is what leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Sure, somebody cut you off, but did it leave a bad taste in your mouth? Sure, Somebody didn't treat you right, but doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Sure, you're in a predicament where you might lose your house, but doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. That that can be an indication of if you're maturing in the things of God. Amen. The things that we smell. And like I'm saying, I mean, surely this is all kind of running into each other. But sure, life stinks. Life's not fair. I mean. For some, it, it can be really funky right now. 
I mean, just stanky and dirty and and it, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't smell good. I don't know if you're like me, but I cannot stand stenches or something that doesn't smell right. My nose will be snarled up and, and my face will probably show it. Um, that's why we got Febreze and, and air fresheners and plug-ins and uh, the uh, what are those things called that melts the wax, that stuff. Those are good. Those smell good. Um, I'm helping somebody today. <laughs> um, but I'm talking about things that, that stink. Sometimes life stinks. Um, but even in the stenches of life, even in the, the things that smell horrific, you can still find the roses to smell. Life does not have to be what stinks. Life does not have to be what smells bad. You can find the roses in life and, and God will put those roses. God will, will bring those roses to you. And, and, and it's just the simple things. And really, it's just being thankful. Be thankful. Be grateful for what you do have. Be grateful for the things that you have experienced. Be grateful for, for Jesus. Be grateful for your family. Be grateful. Those are the things that smell good when, when, when uh, you're grateful. I don't care what has happened, what you may face, what has has um, been of bad experience for you, but still be grateful. Be grateful. And I think maybe the prodigal son was in the same same boat. He was literally in a pig's pen, and I'm sure that was just funky. And and he had to come to his senses. This this smells bad. This stinks. This isn't how. Uh, my father's servants live. Surely I can go back home and be a servant and live better than this. And, and, and maybe that's your situation right now. Maybe you're in a situation and, and you're like, this stinks. This stinks. And I want to let you know that you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live uh, um, in a stinky environment. And, and what I'm really saying is you just need to change, change your perspective change, get gratitude in your heart. Um, um, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Maybe you need to taste of the Lord. Test, uh, try the Lord. He is good. He's good and his mercy endureth forever. Try the Lord. Uh, I know you've been trying other things. I know that you've been trying uh, CBD and, and all these other things, things to make you feel better, things to, to ease your mind. I know that alcohol has probably touched your lips and it's okay. No judgment here. I'm not judging you. Uh, but I want to let you know to try Jesus. He'll help you. He'll ease the worry. He'll ease the stress. He'll he'll help you to smell the roses. He'll help you to be grateful for the things that you do have. And, and, and you know what? Sometimes we lose things in life. We lose situations. We lose opportunities. But I've, I've learned that, that man's rejection is God's protection. I've learned that the world's rejection is God's protection. Or, or sometimes it's just a redirection whenever we are rejected. So I don't want you to be... Uh, um, in a, in a stank about the things that you've lost or the situations that you're in. As a matter of fact, God is ordering your footsteps. And, and even though you may seem, you may think that it's, uh, for, for bad or for, uh, um, bad or, um, for your harm, God has already meant it for your good. 
The Bible tells us that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He tells us in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has good plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. He, he, the, the things that God wants for you isn't to harm you, it's to give you hope and a future. And I hope you find it today. I hope you find the hope and the joy and the love that God has for you. And, and, and maybe you just need to come on back home. Come on back to Jesus. Come on back to the Father. Let him put his love on you. Let him put his, his peace on you. So that way you can know the ways of the Lord. He's not, he's not a, 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 a hurtful God. He's not a God that will cause harm to you. He has good things in store for you. I need somebody to get that this morning. He has good things in store for you. They're not to harm you. I want you to text your neighbor, text your text your, your homeboy. I want you to text your girlfriend. I want you to tell your mama and your daddy that God has good things in store for you this morning. Yes, he's not going to harm you. He's going to prosper you. He's going to bless you. He's going to lead you in the way of righteousness. Yes, he's giving you everything that you need. Um, I want to talk about the things that we hear. What are the things that you are hearing? Are you hearing negativity? What are you hearing? Are you hearing all the bad reports? Are you hearing people complain? Maybe it's your, your own self complaining. Maybe you're the one complaining. Are you uh, stop complaining? Stop complaining. Mm, that's the word right there. Stop complaining. Somebody needs to know today. Just stop complaining. Talk about what's good. Talk about what's what's blessing you. Talk about the good things. Talk about uh, the Bible tells us think on things that are pure, that are noble, that are excellent. Talk about those things. Um, the Bible tells that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. Maybe you need to hear some more sermons. Maybe you need to hear the word more. Play the Bible. If, if you need to read it, the Bible, faith is going to come. You need you need faith in your life. You don't need doubt. You don't need things that are going to bring doubt. You need faith. You need to get the word. You need to listen to to sermons. You need to um, put God on repeat. There you go. Put God on repeat. Uh, 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 put the Bible on repeat. Let let the word soak into you so that you can have faith to believe what God is telling you. And lastly, I want to talk about what we feel. Sometimes we can be led by our feelings, and we know that uh, feelings, our feelings lie to us. Our feelings are not necessarily always telling us the truth. Uh, <clears throat> so make sure that you're not being led by what you feel. Be led by the truth and the word of God. God is leading us. And I know situations may seem like something, but we know that we have the word of the Lord and the Bible tells us to speak those things that are not as though they were. I know you may have pain in your body, but you can speak those things that are not as though they were. Speak over yourself that you are healed. Speak over yourself that that you are 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 <clears throat> excuse me, healed and that you you have no pain. Speak over yourself that you have peace. Speak over yourself that that you have joy. Uh, I think that the the issue is that a lot of times we are going by what we feel. We feel that we need to go out and do whatever it is that we want to do. We feel we need to go out and live it up and, and do this and that. And, and listen, like I said before, no judgment. 
no judgment because we've all done it. We've all gone out and done whatever it is we wanted to do. Um, but the thing, the aha of it all is that God has a plan for you. His plan is way better than what you can think of, than what you can concoct on your own. If you give yourself over to Jesus, give your life over to Jesus, I, man, I, I promise you, the life that he has for you is going to blow your mind. And, and you may not know everything. You may not know the ins and outs of where God is taking you or where he wants to go. But if you just follow him, when he move, you move just like that. When he move, you move just like that. Uh, and that's it's, it's simple. Follow God. Follow him. Follow his word. Do what he says do. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to do what 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 church people do. You can be yourself. We're not going to tell you what you got to wear. We're not going to tell you how you need to, to stand or sing or any of that. We want you to live the life that God has called you to live. Simple, simple, just like that. But the first step in doing that is you got to come back home. And, and, and really, it's just one step to do that. One step, one step to come back home. You just simply got to believe. Believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he came, that he died for our sins, that he rose again. And I don't want to dictate how you say that. I want you to find the moment, find the time. Maybe it's right now. Maybe it's later on today. Maybe it's sometime this week. But I want you to find the moment to express yourself to God. I know you may think that the mess that you're in is too much. The mess that you're in cannot, you don't even know if you're going to make it. But here's, here's the good part. This is the good part right here. I don't want you, I want you to listen closely. I, I mean, scoop closer to the screen if you got to. Put the phone up to your ear if you got to. I want to let you know that Jesus, yes, Jesus, Jesus Christ has made the way for you. You don't have to figure it out. He's already done it all. Uh, I, I was studying this and I was, the thing that really caught my attention the most was that Jesus broke rules. He was a rule breaker. He, he broke all the rules just to get to you. Well, Derek, what are you talking about? Jesus was perfect. He, he lived a life that was perfect. And yes, he did. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But how he got here, was breaking the rules. He was born of a virgin. Who does that? That's not even possible. Who does that? Jesus. How he lived here, he broke the rules. He flipped over the table in the synagogues because he, the people were making it about business or something else instead of prayer. He said, he told them my house would be a house of prayer. He healed people on the, on the Sabbath. When other people were fasting, he was eating. He, him and his disciples were eating. The woman at the well, when, when uh, others were, were trying to condemn her, he, he told them that 
uh, if, if you are without sin, cast the first stone. And you know what they did? They had to drop their stones. He broke the rules for you. Jesus knows who you are. He knows the things that you've done. He knows everything about you, and yet he did it anyway. How he left here, he broke the rules. He died on a cross. He went to death. I'm sorry. He went to hell and he got the keys to death, hell and the grave just so we wouldn't have to experience that as believers. Jesus broke the rules. He broke the rules of nature. He broke the rules of of religion. He broke the rules of gravity. Jesus broke the rules just to get to you. I want you to know that this morning. Because I'm sure, I'm sure somebody is probably thinking, I've done too much. I've said too much. I don't even know if I'll fit in. But Jesus I'm telling you, Jesus has made the way for you. Jesus is telling you to come on home. Come on home, son. Come home, daughter. Man, woman, come on home. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be worried about what people may think. You don't have to worry about how Jesus is going to restore your life. You don't have to worry about how Jesus is going to bless you. You don't have to worry about how things are going to work out. Just know that God got you covered. He has you covered. And if you just follow, walk in step with him, you'll see your life begin to change. You'll see your life begin to transform. Uh, You'll see yourself maturing in the things of God. Uh, like the prodigal son who came to his senses and decided to go home and he was going to be satisfied with just being a servant but let's read on so we can figure out what else happened Um, I'm going to start in verse 20 so he got up and went to his father but while he was still a long way off His father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. He came back home. The son came back home. And the father, instead of scolding him, condemning him, instead of doing all of those things, the father decided to celebrate him. He he decided to celebrate the fact that his son was lost and now he's found. He threw on a robe on him. He gave him a ring. 
He restored him. Yeah. He restored his son to the place he needed him to be. He restored him in the family. And he celebrated him. And I, I believe that's what God is doing for you today. That if you come back home, he's going to restore you. And remember, like I said, don't worry about how it's going to happen. But he'll restore you. He'll put a robe on you. And you know that robe can signify so many different things. One of the things I, I like to think of is the uh, a garment of praise. And how, like we were talking about the senses earlier, maybe that's what you need this morning. Maybe you need a garment of praise. I believe that praise shifts the atmosphere, that worship will shift the atmosphere. And if we have a, 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 a worshipful spirit about us, that things will shift in our favor. So maybe today the Father is putting on you a garment of praise. He's taken off the garment of heaviness that you had. He's taken off the, the garment of filth that you may have had, the garment of shame that you may have had. And he's put it on you, the garment of praise. He's putting the garment on you of, of sonship, of, of, of being a daughter. He's putting the garment on you of, of his. He's putting his seal upon you that you belong to him. Come on home. Wherever you are, Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, come back home. It don't matter what you're doing. I don't care you have a drinking problem. I don't care you have a smoking problem. I don't care if if your addiction is, is pornography. I don't care what your addiction is, if it's drugs. I don't care what, what it is. Come back home. Come back home. Jesus will sort it out. God will sort it out. He'll do in you what he needs to do through you. But you have to be willing. You have to be willing to come back home. And the thing was, he couldn't stay in the world or he couldn't stay in the pig pen and come back home. You can't be in two places at once. So either you're going to stay in the world, stay in the mess that you created. Or you can come back home. And I hope you choose to come back home. Why? Because God has a plan for you. It's a good plan. Some of you may feel that you've lost everything. But even in losing everything, you can gain everything with Jesus. And I want that for you. I want you to get everything that God has for you. Because it's good. It's good. It's good. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you that no matter where we are, that you are always chasing us. And I pray, Father God, that whoever needs this message, whoever is listening, 
that you would chase them, God, and that you would help them to come to their senses, that they would know, Father God, that you are the way and that you are where they need to be. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they come back home, that they come back home fully, Lord Jesus, and that both their feet are in the house and that they're not one foot in and one foot out, Lord, but that they are fully committed to you, Jesus. And I pray, Father God, that as they fully commit to you, Lord Jesus, that you will open up the windows of heaven, Lord Jesus, that you'll pour out a blessing, Lord, that they don't have room enough to receive. I pray, Father God, that you give them visions of, of the person that you call them to be, that you want them to be, Father. I pray, Father God, that you that you restore their homes, that you restore their families, that you restore their health, that you restore their um, their emotions, that you restore their their uh, their minds, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you restore their minds, Father God, that you keep them in perfect peace, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for everything that you are doing this morning, Father God, in the lives of your people, Lord. I pray that this message goes far, Father God, that people hear, Father God, the message, the message of coming back home, that there's safety at home in the Father's house, that there's cover at home in the Father's house. I thank you, Jesus, for covering us, covering us in your blood. We plead the blood over your people. We plead the blood over this nation. We plead the blood over our families and our communities, Father God. We thank you for protecting them, Father God, from danger seen and unseen, God. I pray, Father God, for favor over your people this morning, God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you favor them, favor them Father God, with bill collectors and that you favor them, Father God, with, with um, their bosses and, and their employers, Father God. I thank you in Jesus' name for the great work that you have done. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you guys be blessed. I pray that this message has gotten to somebody. And I pray if you know somebody, share it with them. Maybe they can get something from it. Come back home. Amen.